Give it time. Once the bees disappear, that's it. Oh, the bees are coming back. Aren't they coming back? Are they? I hope so. I thought they were. Hey, if, if Candyman is to be believed, the bees will be totally coming back. Did you see the new trailer for Candyman, by the way? No. Did, what did is this? There's a... Did you know there's a trailer? There's a new Candyman. They're making a new Candyman. Uh, Are they making a new everything? Well, uh, yeah, it's true, but like... They're making a new Citizen Kane next year? Yes. yes. I'm excited about that. They're going to have super... <laughs> they're going to have super 3D deep focus. I, I'm I'm ready to say uh, Justin Bieber play Kane. <laughs> Can 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 uh can we um what you know how they had the the parrot or like the macaw or, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. the cockatoo that sc- screams in that one part randomly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we instead of that can we just get uh Willem Willem Dafoe going hark? <laughs> N- never explain, just like everyone's kind of. I would rather asleep. him go. Don't leave me. <laughs> Don't leave me. The light is mine. Or why just spill your brains or something? I don't know. It's it doesn't like, matter. It's almost like that weird. Why moment. did you spill your beans? I, actually, it's kind they're of, all over the place. It's like I that, did spill my beans about these shoes. Sorry, Caitlin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it's like that weird moment in American Tale: Five Goes West, where suddenly you hear the Blues Brothers version of the Rawhide theme song in the <laughs> middle of nowhere play, and you're like, "Why?" Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> yeah, this actually happens in the movie, and it still yeah. baffles me to this day. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And funny was I, I was the one who pointed that out. To I, you. Know, I know. I, I had fun with that. I was like, like, I I have to rewatch. I have I have no recollection. I remember rolling, 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 but I don't remember it being like weird. Well, the reason why it's weird is it's the Blues Brothers version. Okay. Of the Rawhide theme song. It's that, too updated for such a classic piece or something. No, well, it's just, it just seems like it comes like they could have used any version of Rawhide, but they chose as Fievel is rolling through the desert in a tumbleweed. It plays. The, the the exact music from the Blues Brothers movie. movie. Uh-huh. Okay. And you even hear uh, uh, Belushi okay. cracking a whip. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you- I have not seen the Blues Brothers, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah. I would recommend it. Oh, we should okay. fix that at some point. It's a long movie, though. But um... You get to see uh, Carrie Fisher with a shotgun. Wait, Carrie Fisher's in Blues Brothers? Yes. yes. Yeah, she's, okay. she's a crazy woman. A uh, jilted woman or jilted lover of Jim Belushi's character, and she tries to kill him throughout the whole movie. Oh, and, and Cab Calloway's in it too. There's a okay. there's a whole slew of actors in this actually. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, isn't that like the thing to be impressive by attaching name talent to your piece? Yeah, but when it's but but the, I mean I think when you attach name talent to a piece and it's on theme. I mean Carrie Fisher's a little bit of an odd choice, but I mean like they put music legends in. Yeah. Like, because it's all about like blues and, and other music people. Like, like again, Cab Calloway is in there. James Brown. James Have Brown. Have you seen the Muppets? That fair, is, fair, that's fair. fair. Okay, you know what? That's that's <laughs> valid. Totally valid. All right. Uh, I think with that said, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> Wait, how long have you been recording at this? For point? a little while, but some of it's going to oh be dregs later. And if you want to hear those, you could subscribe dregs. to our Patreon. Dregs is, dregs is another pretty gross word, by the way. Dregs? Yeah, yeah dregs. dregs is pretty bad. Okay. If you want to know why we're talking about that, listen to the dregs. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a patron at any level, you can listen to those. We release those between episodes. They're sort of, that's what keeps things going weekly. We, patrons They're literally weekly. the bottom of the barrel. They are absolutely, we, we give our patrons only the finest bottom of the barrel <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that we were we cut out of episodes of UCA because we I because yeah 
I, I, I have no aim in my life anymore. I'm David. We separate, we separate the wheat from the chaff and then the, the dregs from the chaff. And yes. then I, throw I don't even know cut. what we do with the chaff. Yeah. <laughs> that clearly is worth more. So, yes. I think we feed it to Gracie. Ah. God, I hear the word shaft and there's only two things that come to mind. Shaft! Yes. And a penis. So I'm David. <laughs> I'm Kayla. Gross. I'm, I'm Propika. And we're here to... And you're watching Disney shows. <laughs> uh, draw, draw, try to draw Mickey Mouse ears. Draw a penis instead. <laughs> I'm a child. Da, 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 we, aren't we all, though? We had that big discussion earlier. Again, Treggs. So so do you guys feel like adults? Because I don't. No. Only rarely. There's moments uh, when... There's sometimes I feel like I'll, I'll get something accomplished. I'll be like, oh, man. I'm fucking... I'm adulting so hard right now. And then other times I'm sitting here like... Everything sucks. Why don't I feel like an adult? Where are my dreams and hopes and aspirations? <laughs> Where are my dreams? <laughs> Where are they? Did I leave them outside? I think the moments I feel like an adult is like, oh, look, I finished my taxes. This is probably <clears throat> the most adult thing I could do right if now. You, if you pause and think about it, you know, it, you can you could justify feeling like an adult if you have a, yeah, I, well, I, I don't know. I think everyone's got a different different definition, but more or less I feel like an adult sometimes, and other times I really don't. Today, I felt like an adult. Remember when balancing your checkbook was a thing that you were supposed to worry about as an adult? <laughs> and then now it's... What, on, like, on, on your nose, like a seal? Is that what they meant? Yes. Because I don't know how to do that. I remember my mom teaching me how to do that and then never, ever doing it ever again. It's kind of like... And it not mattering. Yeah, it's kind of like with laundry. Like, um, they're like, here's how you separate your whites and all that. And you realize, oh, wait, we now have better laundry or uh, better um, uh, washing machines that don't run clothes together anymore. You know, my mom still does everything on paper. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she balances her checkbook. She manages her taxes. She does. She keeps records of everything. And there's like the office. Um, her office is like an absolute maze of file cabinets sometimes. In the words of the internet, okay, boomer. <laughs> That's now, the to thing be now, fair, right? if, if, we ever, that. if we lost collectively the entire cloud of data, uh, we'd be, we would both be in a good place and a very bad place. So, you know, the people who are keeping stuff on paper, more power to you. Yeah. Apparently, according to the story we're reading, get, uh, summoning fish is even, was apparently a very difficult thing, because this is a... This is a, a handy how-to guide? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, why, thank you. Why do you need a guide to summon? Don't you just like put a worm on a hook and you yeah. summon said fish? That's the boring way to summon a or fish. It I takes go- a long time and oh. you usually have to sit there with your dad or your uncle or your grandpa. Or here's another way. I go to a restaurant. Or your weird cousin, Terry. And I look and see, hmm, I'm going to order the salmon. <laughs> And that's how I summon a fish. But you summon a fish by telling other people to bring it to you. Yes. What witchcraft? How do you summon? How to summon a fish? Called uh, Grubhub or DoorDash <laughs> or whatever the fuck. So it was like, isn't it weird that we live in an era where there's like, there you know, first we have ride sharing services. Now we have like ride sharing, but for food, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. It's amazing. The future is is, is interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so this story, uh, How to Summon a Fish, was presented by our old friend, uh, radio, ra- radio, ra- rabid. rabid Radioactive Raccoons. How do you pronounce that? Is it Rabid Radio? Rabid Radio. Active Raccoons. Active Raccoons. 
You have to Active trill. You have to trill. Veracoons. Active veracoons. I can't trill. Raccoons. How dare I you? I can't roll my R's. I am the worst Mexican ever. So. I don't know. There, there might be worse. We like you. I like you. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> that doesn't mean you might like people that are bad Mexicans. That doesn't mean that's that's, that's true. A, we we are white people. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are the enemy. Yes, right? we yeah, we are. We are trash. We're 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 garbage. We're garbage humans. Okay. So All right. It's okay. Well, it's good to know that I'm the only one who's morally right in this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yes. At all times. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. You and Sade are the best people. <laughs> <laughs> by by the certain metric, you are the best. Pe- you are you are you are the best people. <laughs> okay. Before we get. The- <laughs> Before we Future David, so are you are you gonna solve- cut any of this? No? Okay, sure. Fine, thank you. So once we solve PC culture, then we can read the story. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. How to Summon PC Culture by Rabid Radioactive. No. So uh, this oh. was actually originally submitted to our ritual to uh, I should say Abysme's ritual pasta challenge that we were all involved in. Oh. And, okay. Uh, I don't remember. And I, I he remember. went with a fish. Okay. I remember reading this one. This is apparently I, a retouched version. I know this was written. I remember reading this. I cannot tell you what happened. It has been so long since I've read this. Well, lucky for us, uh, uh, Rabbit decided to send us to us to read here on UCA again. So thank you for that. I, I am curious to hear the, the how, how it is touched up. Uh, I'm actually... He, uh, he actually sent us a few stories, and uh, we'll be taking a look at some of those later. Uh, but I figured I'd start with, we'd get to, uh, to, we'd start with this one because it's a little closer to something we've, we've covered before. And it was part of a writing challenge. And I feel like we're, it's interesting that the last few episodes of UCA, we've covered stories that were kind of, that were writing challenge, or at least we've done it. We've done one so far that was a previous writing challenge submission mm-hmm. in the, uh, the, the queue line. So I think this will be, I think this will be interesting. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down. So yeah. And it's been a while. So it's been, it's been a while. while. <laughs> is that what you do now? That's what uh, no, it's what Alan does. Alan we, started. We we're channeling the spirit oh, okay. of our of our dear friend Alan Cheney, who has been lost to us for many years. <laughs> he's been lost at sea. He's been he's actually been going and and watching wrestling and being really happy. Like since uh since it came through his uh I'm I'm oh my god I'm such a wrestling noob I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh! The only thing I care about is glow. <laughs> As what? Glow. Oh, glow. Oh, glow is so much fun to watch, but I, it's, I, it got the last season got kind of weird. I heard that show is good. I should watch it. It's it it it, it was fine. But. Excellent. Yeah, I, um, I have no. But that's it. Okay. I don't know shit about wrestling. <laughs> I know. I, I I used to know a lot more about wrestling because of Alan and because of uh, like Matt Holly. And like getting them together in one place and hearing them talk about wrestling is fun. You know, I, I've been in, in other wrestling conversations as well. And, and like we've had wrestling episodes of UCA before. Mm-hmm. Where you got together and you wrestled each other? Yes. <laughs> in mud. Okay. There was that time I actually, well, Alan threw me off Hell in a Cell and I fell 15 feet through an announcer's table. So, Ouch. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was exciting. That was back. Was in that school. even staged? Uh, surprisingly, yes. I just do all my own stunts. And by the way, nothing, wrestle, everything in wrestling is real. Don't, don't forget. Everything in wrestling is <laughs> yes, real. Yes, right. Completely. Uh, just like this ritual. So why don't we figure out how to summon a fish without having to use... So uh, I was reading about fish. Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. How to summon a fish. Yes. Uh, this looks like a method. Is, this is looks it, like a, a um, recipe. Should we... I, I'm looking at it and because there's like disclaimer, pre- preparation, materials. Should we read it by... 
we can read it by, I think we should read Sections. it by section, but if it's bright, I it think seems- what we should do is get all of these um, ingredients and actually we can read the chapter and then perform each step. Okay. So we, we're going to, okay. Then why don't we uh, segue from here to uh, the ritual, like the, the, the supply uh, Where's a good place to get all this stuff? Well, Maybe we should read it first and then go out well, and get the ingredients. Well, let's read it find out what we need, and then we'll go out and get what, what we need. Yeah, better not to rush out, because we might just end up in the soup section, and we don't want that. Right. And, and you no, know, we might just end up on Uber Eats going, oh, this is too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> We might end up at a sushi restaurant, though, and that would make Kayla happy. Yes, I would. Okay, so, Kayla, um, what what is this disclaimer? Okay, disclaimer. As you are likely well aware, it is very difficult, even more dangerous, and frequent, frequently... Forbidden or otherwise illegal to summon a fish. I don't know. I just order. Completely aware. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I knew this. This instructional pamphlet. Unless, unless you're doing it through get. Uh, I have get to home. wonder uh, what country this this is. <laughs> it is illegal to summon a fish in. Sweden. That's why they have Swedish fish instead of real fish. <laughs> oh, that's. I, I do not like Swedish fish. Uh, this yeah, is, neither do Sweden Swedes. So this instructional pamphlet is for educational and or entertainment purposes only. The publishers of this pamphlet are legally required to state that they do not encourage anyone reading this to attempt the ritual. Detail. Oh, I so like, you pirate the fish? Okay, I get it. I get I, it. I like that this is a pamphlet. Like, there's going to be like pictures and shit. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a handbag. That would be great, actually, if there were like, um, like you know, airplane manual style um, cartoons to go along with this. Yeah, oh, that, that would, would be, be fun. Great. But <laughs> sadly, we Sorry. only have the writing. Uh, why All don't right. you tell us about the pep- preparation, Paprika? The the preparation H uh, before <laughs> attempting any form of ritual involving fish, it is highly advisable to be well prepared both in case of emergency and because some of the required materials are incredibly difficult to acquire mid-ritual. While this ritual can and probably should be done alone, it is advisable to have a friend, acquaintance, or hired hand present to help with certain tasks and watch for signs of danger. Please read the full instructions before attempting the ritual. Okay. Okay, so thankfully there's three of us. Yes. Right? Yeah, so, we, should, we should have this covered. So uh, I can be the friend, David's the acquaintance, and Kayla's the hired hand. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I get paid. Cool. <laughs> now, I, what I gotta wonder is, we, we ask for story submissions for this show, right? Why did Rabbit send us a manual? Uh, I'm sure he just had it lying around. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I, that's probably why I didn't get very far in the contest, right? Oh, that's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm trying stay I'm trying to be in the bit, Kayla. I know. I'm trying to stay in the bit. And you know what? if I was out of the bit, I would David. say I feel like we're in for some surrealist writing here, some funny surrealist writing here David, that I'm you're really a- gonna dig. Oh what? Sorry? You know what? You are an asshole. This is why we have preparation age. <laughs> yes. Preparation for uh, <laughs> I don't preparation know. Preparation hentai. A type of fish that starts with H. Uh halibut. Halibut, there you go. There you go. There you go. Your, your wit is quicker than mine. <laughs> I, halibut is one of the few fish I actually like to eat. <laughs> Which is weird. I think of a fish that started with H. <laughs> halibut and albacore. Which, it's that funny. starts with an A. Yeah. No, halibut and albacore are two fish I like to eat. He doesn't like salmon. I don't he like doesn't fish. like shrimp. He is uh, weird. Oh, I don't oh, like crab. Oh, like I don't like lobster. He doesn't like crab or lobster. In the real world? Yeah. In okay. the real world. 
This is not material. a bit. I don't no, like fish. This, I don't like seafood. This is actually a real thing. We have. Pro- this is the one issue we have in our relationship. I am someone who grew up loving fish. Sushi is my favorite food. And basically had grown up going to the pier and getting fresh fish caught that day and eating ahi tuna. While he, on the other hand, is like, I hate fish. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why do you think I didn't want to read this story about summoning a fish? I don't need more fish in my life. All right. And we don't need to know how to summon a fish, because now if we know how to summon a fish, you're going to summon a fish to haunt me. Tell me the materials. Okay, fine. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, ouch. Besides, when we go to sushi restaurants, I always find, I find something else to eat. That's David, what are the materials? Uh, 45 to 60 wax candles. Okay, I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> that's a fuck that's ton. too many candles that's a fuck ton of candles two inches in diameter and five so inches many tall candles? or 2.45 centimeters in diameter and okay so my aunt makes candles i can probably get some from her okay oh, okay then we're good uh yeah, but we'll they have to they have to be these specific me- measurements they have to be like 30.48 centimeters tall just remember yeah fish- that's why we want to get them made because yes. we can get them <laughs> to our just remember fish can tell whether or not you're using the metric system <laughs> Why can't you just tell that? Because they can't. They, they can. They it's, just, okay. This all right. All right. Did, Apparently, did, this is you, a fact. You learned that in grade school, right? Okay. Look, so I was the homeschooled and I learned. Are prefer- preferably rat or chartreuse. Right. Sorry. The number. Okay. The number required varies depending on exactly what fish you are summoning. It is recommend, Ed, to keep an excess of candles, as you can. That never... was a mistake, Mister yeah. R Triple R. Yeah, uh, no, that's not that's not Rabbit's fault. That's whoever wrote the pamphlet that he gave us. Uh, unless, right. unless Rabbit is writing the pamphlet and just wants us to prove. So that. what you're saying is he submitted this to a writing contest after finding it. Probably. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems odd. It is recommended to keep an excess of candles, as you can never be too prepared when summoning fish. Uh, should I keep going, or these look kind of these are kind of broken up into? Yeah, paragraphs. we can we can switch off. I guess. Okay. There's, I can see enough of an indentation that I can tell. So then, wait, it, it, it's Paprika's turn? Um, I, I think, think it's your turn. Oh, it's, it's your my turn. turn. It's your turn. Three to five large bags of sand, preferably taken from a beach or lakeside. Well, it, I mean, luckily we live nearby a beach, so we're yeah, good. Then, yeah, yeah, then we can do this to your place. Yes. Yeah, next time you come by, we'll just... So we'll try this out. Yeah, you bring the candles, I can get the sand. I'll bring the wax, you bring the sand. Let's make lots of money. <laughs> The exact amount required varies based on which fish you intend on summoning, but you want enough to create thick, unbroken lines when you create your geometric summoning pattern. I'm sorry, what was that about thick, unbroken lines? <laughs> God damn it. Oh my god, are you snorting sand? <laughs> oh my god. Only red and chartreuse sand. That's disgusting. Ew. Most fish can... Hey! Most fish cannot cross sand as they understand it to mark the floor and walls of their environment. <laughs> See, now that makes more sense than them understanding the metrics of stuff. Agree. Just say, just say. No, I agree. The, the cries of a dying animal prefer, prefer. Wait, wait. We're supposed to get the cries of a dying animal, preferably avian or mammalian. Well, they have all those like bunny uh, death knells on the YouTube, so we could get them. Just, oh, that's, that's the easiest thing. We could just play YouTube. Yes. While you could have a dying animal physically present during the ritual, it is easier to go out and make an audio recording. Yeah, there you go. Ideally, you want at least 10 hours of audio, but two to three hours is usually enough. It is, however, vital that you rec- your recording has never been used 
for summoning a fish before. Damn it, we have to make our own. You can't just rip it off YouTube. So it is best if you personally make the recording and keep it safe. It's like he he was anticipated what I was going to say. Bastard. Oh, uh, so we have to go kill what? 700 bunnies? That's a lot <laughs> of bunnies. Uh, there are You'll have so many bunnies, 400 bunnies. I mean, we do have a bunch of bunnies in this uh in this location. Like nearby where we live. That's true, but I I really don't want to go out and kill a bunny. No, not yeah, but it has to be a cry. Certain animals don't cry when they are. Can't we just like I don't know, go out and beach a dolphin or something? Sure, Sure. but it that they have to be crying for a long time. Yeah, that's a lot of crying. That's like you have. That's not just like it it has to be a dying animal. What about this? Is here's the horror. Okay, everybody, this is weird. I mean, couldn't you just get a fish that's dying? Like. It would but be does that, it cry? But in the fish don't cry. They go some that noise. Does that count as a cry? <laughs> wow, do they really? Because like I've never, I don't even know fish made puckering noises. I, I, I mean, well, they they always they do that lip that thing where you know if a fish is not in water, it's going like it doesn't. I'm not making noise. Obviously, this is a non-visual. This is a non visual medium right, so you but can't it see me doing that fish like lip the thing. cries of a dying <laughs> animal yeah so a fish uh, gasping for air is not crying that's true okay hmm. a so vial? nice try but also we can't use a f- we need the fish we need to get the fish somehow okay so we need we, to do okay. the ritual to get the fish maybe we could substitute something else oh wait wait does it have to be the same animal can we just like go to a does it have to be the same animal let's just go to a zoo and be- kill everything okay yeah. no, no 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 here's here's the, the solution you go to a you go to a slaughterhouse and you put a you put a you set up a, a microphone in there and just have it to be the assembly line oh, there of, we go. of sheep uh, or, or okay so you just go cattle. to like central california and just record like all the cows dying yeah Okay, that this sounds is such like a pleasant conversation, y'all. <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> okay, and the last thing we need, I'm just going to read it. What? Screw you guys. No, hold on. Oh, it's fine. It's my, it's my turn. A vial okay. full of arsenic mercury solution. The size and shape of the vial are irrelevant. It simply must be a vial, and it must be full. It is highly recommended that the amount of arsenic in the solution is a non-fatal dosage for someone of your size, weight, and general health. That's probably because you're going to end up drinking it. Yeah. I'm sure that somewhere in this process it's going to call for you to drink <laughs> arsenic mercury. That's, that's for flavor. That's for seasoning. Because, you know, most f- fish are full but, of But, you know, the arsenic. thing about it is even though the, the arsenic is non-fatal and the mercury is not, you'll still get poisoning from... Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. So make yourself go crazy, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, go, go all Mad Hatter. Yep. The setup. The ritual should be performed in a small room just big enough to fit your geometric summoning pattern and yourself. Calculate the size and shape of your B- GM- of your biometric... <laughs> your BMW summoning pattern. Well, a timeout, because we're supposed to have a friend or, or hired hand present, so... Are we? How many people... Yeah. Yeah. Well, just in the beginning. It recommended so, it. All right. So, do, are, are the, these... These hired hands supposed to stay outside of this small room? Like, I don't are they know. in the room with you? Is it? This is, this uh, th- this this method is not elaborating on on its own uh, requirements. So, just saying. Okay. Hmm. Calculate the size and shape of your geometric summoning pattern as well as the required number of candles. See tables three, four, and seven a for imperial. Where are the tables? Where are the tables? I want to see the tables. There's no tables. There's no tables. This is sent to us without tables. We can't. We can't tables. even complete the ritual. 
Maybe the tables will show where our hired hand go- goes. <laughs> yes. What the hell? Okay, fine. Oh, damn. Damn, damn it, ra- Rabbit. You're supposed Look, to send I know this, this is a pro- I know this is a prototype, but jeez. <laughs> I know that nobody paid you to do this, but come on, man. It's quality. Tables 5, 6, and 7B for, uh, for, for, metric. for metric. Remember to check your local laws concerning the legality of angles exceeding 180 degrees. This is like out of, oh, what that, that, that thing, uh, Nightshade, Night, night Vale. Sometimes. Yeah, this feels very. This does, does have a bit I mean, of a night veil vibe. It does. Yeah. Are we are, okay. We're stepping out of the bit again. Long step out of the bit. Yeah, we're gonna. This is that fun surrealist horror. It is. Yeah, it's very silly. Like this is. I, I like this. Anyway, getting back in the bit. Draw the pattern with sand, starting with any interior lines and finishing with the outer perimeter again. Again, the line. Again, there's a semicolon. Oh, again, the line should be thick and unbroken. Place your candles evenly spaced around the pattern. So basically, one of the things that this materials they should have added is a fucking um, uh, tape, a measuring tape, because there's no way you could do this without a measuring yeah. tape. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you didn't learn you how to do exact sand measurements All in of school? your parts and all the part numbers. This is, this is how you do it. That's the way you do it. Uh, Play the guitar on the MTV. Uh, firmly anchored in the lines. Remove any and all light sources uh, from the room besides the candles. If you have pre-recorded the cries of a dying animal, position the playback device behind you with the speakers facing your back. If you're in a room with the animal, it should be close enough that you could smell its blood, but far enough that it cannot bleed on you. Wait, does it? Uh, is it on the pattern? If it's outside the pattern, then the room has to be bigger. Yeah. yeah, it just, would have just saying. Okay. Anyways, uh, step one. Okay, so that wasn't step one. Apparently, that's the setup. That's all. Just that was the setup. setup. Oh, okay, so setup using. Okay, step one. Using either wooden matches or a refillable cigarette lighter, light the candle starting with the one closest to you, and proceed in a clockwise pattern. You must either remain completely silent if you are summoning a white fish. Count. Uh. Or if you are summoning a white fish, count aloud in a language other than your first. Hold the fucking phone. They didn't mention matches or a cigarette lighter earlier in the yeah, list of materials. That's, that's, those are materials, man. We're, we're helping at this point. We're helping proofread this, and we gotta make no, sure... Well, the best way to proofread a method like this is to actually do the method. So. Right, yeah. but we we're, we're the, clearly some method pieces that we're missing. And I, dang it, I want those tables. You know, when I'm playing a role-playing game, there's always helpful tables when you're making your characters. Rabbit, send us tables. Rabbit, send us tables, preferably made of oak or mahogany, so we can put (laughs) them in our... require all of these things, as well as payment for the hired hand that is Kayla. Yes. Yes. I I deserve to be paid for this shit. Uh, I think you're on step two. Oh, okay. Wait, did I... No. Oh, no, I'm on step two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Step two. Sit or kneel before the pattern and close your eyes. Remember the candles. Remember the candles and listen to their flickering. I thought he was about to say that the candles are listening. <laughs> <laughs> the candles are listening. Listen okay. to the forty-five fucking candles burning around. <laughs> okay, so what kind of fish do we want? A white fish? What do we want to summon? I don't know what kind of fish we want. What I mean, what sounds uh, like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. So we want a cartoon fish. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we can summon, um, oh, who, what the fuck? Can is- we summon Mr. Limpet? That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I want to summon. <laughs> so you Mr. want to summon a talking fish? Yeah, yes. uh, voiced by uh, Don Knotts. 
Do- yeah, sure. I mean, why not? <laughs> he's still alive, right? No, he's passed away. <laughs> but but Mr. Limpets, we could we could save we could restore Don Knotts by getting Mr. Limpet, by summoning Mr. Limpet. Okay, but he would have to come back as a fish. Y- yes. Yeah, so- Mr. Limpet is a fish. <laughs> okay. Step three. When you feel that you have sufficiently contemplated the candles, how does one know when they've contemplated candles? Start listening to the cries of a dying of a dying animal. Uh, you must hear the cries, but listen to the inevitable silence that they promise. Okay, that that that's deep. I don't quite. I might have to. I, I think it's the idea, like when they die, they will be silent. Ah, oh, that. Oh, okay. So they're going to be silent soon, and the, yes, the promise after. that they're going to be silent. You're thinking soon. about how eventually those cries will stop, and that's all for naught, and the void claims all. Optimally. They should start at a low volume and steadily increase until they are deafening and distorted. Uh, if you are not alone and using the recording, simply have a partner manage the volume. <laughs> if you are alone, wait, uh, uh, set it automatically to increase over time. If the dying animal is in the room with you, force yourself to hear the cries at an increasing volume. <laughs> force yourself? Like- Extensive practice and meditation is ty- uh, typically required for this method. If you are attempting to summon a shark, the sounds must be in reverse. If present, the animal must be rendered unable to properly vocalize. Wow. <laughs> okay. You know, when you said to have a friend mess with the volume, I suddenly pictured someone like doing like a DJ like DJ riffing with a dying animal sound, like. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mean a muzzle by that last line. (laughs) Rendered un... Yeah, so muzzled. Okay. That sounds... I think it's easier to get a recording. Sort of awful. (laughs) Sounds like an awful thing to do. Okay, step four. Step four. Focus on the name. Wait, is it my turn? Is it? Wait, did I read? Oh, no, I did step two. So that was step three. So you're step four. Yes. Focus on the name of the fish you wish to summon. Mr. Limpet. Not the genus or species, but the individual name. Mr. Limpet. It may be impossible to summon specific fish if its name is too common. For example, all big head goby, drombus globiceps. I can't. I I know somewhere out there, process listening to this like drombus globiceps. Drombus globiceps. That's probably what it is. Again, I say, you know what? I should okay, butcher. All- you know what? I should butcher it as much as possible, just so Prass can be. So like- he can post gifts of himself ramming his head into a wall as yes. he listens to the episode. Uh, all all big head goby are named Jorge, <laughs> and that <laughs> name is not exclusive to that species of fish. It is currently impossible to summon fish with unpronounceable names. Jorge is unpronounceable. No, 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 uh, no, saying- no, no, no. Oh, his name is too common. So, so like, uh, okay. So apparently, you can't just like summon Jorge and you'll summon a big head goby. Yeah, you'll summon Jorge, who will probably wonder why he's there. Yeah. Unfortunately, the best way to learn a specific fish's name is either summon another fish or get your hands on one of the rare directories written by madmen with too much time on their hands. Directories written by madmen with just enough or too little time. List the names of gastropods and cephalopods, cephalopods, respectively. You can clearly Mm -hmm. tell I'm not a scientist. Um, Cephalopods. But luckily, we know the name of our fish. It's Mr. Limpet. Yeah, we Mr. Limpet. Mr. Limpet is the name of the fish. Yes. Yes. We're going. So okay, we've got that part down. Right. 
Um, right. Well, why do I want to summon a mermaid? Oh, that's right. Do mermaids count? Mermaids can count as fish. Why not? They said that you could summon a shark. Okay. We talked about summoning a dolphin. Dolphin. Dolphins sh- aren't fish. No, no. Oh, that's right. No, no that's I, right. I was going to use a dolphin as an example of because, like, oh, how do you prolong an animal? Oh, wow, you were going to destroy. How do you yeah, prolong an destroy animal a dolphin suffering? for this ritual? Yeah. Um, oh, is, am I sense. doing step five or is that you? I'm doing step five. Okay. It's my step. I am physically doing this. I am saying, I'm doing <laughs> say a name, any name out loud and demand that fish come to you. Mr. Limpet, I demand you come right here <laughs> right now, or I will garnish your wages. I will, um, uh, have the police sent after you. You will likely have to make the demand multiple times and may, and may have to declare why it is your right to make demands of the fish. You may open your eyes after making your. You may open your eyes after making your first demands. Yo, Mr. What, Limpet, get the fuck down here. Why? Why do we have the right to summon Mr. Limpet? Because he's dead. But that's yeah. not a reason we oh, we don't. You know what is our right? It's like because um. We need you back, Don Knotts. The world has failed without you. We need your comedy again. You know why? Because he was a uh, part of my childhood, and that's why I own him as a person. Yeah, yeah. we own him in our hearts. Right. <laughs> we, we think about Mr. Limpet, you think about him playing that character in that, like, or uh, you try to think about Mr. Limpet specifically, though, and, and that's the character. Because if you try to, because if you're thinking about Mr. Limpet, and your mind's traced to Don Knotts, and then by proxy, your mind goes to the ghost of Mr. Chicken, or, you know, the Andy Griffith show, then... <laughs> You know the weird part is that movie Mr. Limpet was not a Disney movie. I know. It looks Who what animated? Who animated it? What department? Uh, who did that? I know it's not Disney. That's the weird part cuz it looks like a Disney film. It was uh I should look this up. Uh the internet. Where are you Mr. Lim- Where are you internet? The incredible Where Mr. Limpet. Where are you internet? The incredible Mr. Limpet was at Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. apparently Warner Brothers. Um, maybe because this was came out in 1964, which you know what this seems like. Maybe uh, this was like around the time when um, uh, they were working on like other live action stuff and like Mary Poppins. Yeah, was, right. Yeah. I mean, they how did- how in Tartar Sting? So okay. Uh, oh, step six is me again. Yeah. I guess I think we got mixed up somewhere in there, but. At some point, a fish will have arrived when you were not paying attention to the geometric summoning pattern. They always arrive in the center of the pattern, but tend to push push up themselves against the sand, searching for rifts in the barrier. Great barrier reef! Wait, is it Paprika's turn or my turn? Your turn. Uh, I I don't remember. Go! Okay, now what? Good question. Once you've summoned a fish, there are several th- several things you can do. You can ask it to reveal its secrets or learn snippets of ancient wisdom. You can softly rub it against your cheek while whispering a wish in a language you do not understand. Be warned, the fish will exploit any loopholes created from poor translation or improper pronunciation. Finally, you can just cook and eat the fish. Unless Again, why can't I just go to a restaurant and say, Hi, I'd like to order the albacore, please. And then they go... Okay, here's the menu, and here's your candles. Here's the recording <laughs> of a slaughterhouse we got this morning. Like, that's... Could you imagine if you every seafood restaurant made you do that? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah. Uh, tips. So now what? Oh, no, no, it's tips. Yeah, now is the tips. That's what. That's what. 
Oh, I, I got to say Yeah, it's it. your turn. Oh, <laughs> Merry okay, Christmas. so tips. Um, stay consistent in what system of measurement you are using. It is usually a good idea to use your native system, but some fish, such as the red snapper, oh, there's a J after the T. That's unfair. Lutjanus? Lu- Lu- Lutjanus? Lutjanus Lu- or Lutjanus? Camp- Campicanus or Uh Have... I'm guessing Campicanus is usually whatever. Have strong opinions concerning unit of measurement, and complications will likely arise if you are using the system counter to their preferences. So, how are you supposed to know the fish's preferences before? Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay, part of part of summoning a fish is to say a name, as mentioned above. It is considered inadvisable to use your own name, the name of a fish, or a name you cannot properly pronounce. It's not appropriate. Wait. You use the name of a fish? Well, just naming yeah. naming a species of fish. If you just go, oh, I want to summon Garibaldi. But that could have been written a little better because it's like it's still i think i think it means like don't use if you if you named your aquarium fish alice don't use alice i think that's what it's saying um okay don't summon wanda beavers capybara alligators muskrats muskrats puffins coot citizens arthropods or is that cretaceous i don't know i think it's supposed to be i think it's supposed to be uh no Cretaceans or sedations, whatever those are. Yeah. Arthropods or any other non-chordates are not fish. So I guess you can't summon beavers. <laughs> That's too bad. I want to summon a capybara. That'd be cute. How to summon a capybara? Those are cute. That would be infinitely more useful since we're next to the ocean and not next to where capybara live. Yeah. Anyways, advanced I... techniques. Wait, sorry. Oh, I, Advanced yeah. techniques. Uh, I think this is me. Yeah, we kind of switched around. It's okay. There are some who would consider it cruel to summon a fish in a non-aquatic environment. If you want to provide an aquatic environment for the fish to be summoned into, there is the option of using a glass aquarium. For this to work, you will first need a Fulgurite. Fulgurite. Formed from... What is a fulgurite? I have no idea. You will first need fulgurite formed from beach or lake sand, enough that it can be ground into a fine dust and still form thick and unbroken lines for your geometric summoning pattern. Is that like that crazy stuff that's like, when you put it in water, you can shape it, but when you pull it out, it's suddenly dry. Uh, No. No, they're like, it's this. It's when you, when lightning hits sand, that makes fulgurite, apparently. Ooh. Science. I like that. I think. Wait. Yeah, it looks like that. I mean, that's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what it says. That's what it says. It, I was. Awesome. So it's not. I thought it made glass, but apparently it makes fulgurite, which is probably some sort of melty sand. It's very. It's much more specific. Yeah. Um, the aquarium. I'm sure. Uh, it says here fulgurites from the Latin translates meaning melty sand. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That tracks. Exactly. That melty. tracks. Okay. Uh, the aquarium at the center of the pattern must conform to the exact shapes and angles of the center of the pattern and be a single contigu- contigu- contiguous piece of glass, ideally taller than you are when sitting on the ground. You can then fill the aquarium with the appropriate water for your intended summoning before starting the ritual. Remember, do not summon a freshwater fish into a saltwater aquarium. That's just bad manners. Well, that's not an advanced technique, so I guess you can do it. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's just amateur hour. If you do it the other way. 
Emergency situations. In the event that you lose control of the ritual, immediately open and drink your arsenic mercury solution. Oh, I was wondering when that oh, okay. play. Okay. This will instantly end the ritual, banish any entities attempting to breach into and invade our reality within a uh, 50 cubit, I think cubic. Cubic. Yeah, radius of you. Thus, it is advised that you remain close to the geometric summoning pattern at all times until the ritual is over. Fortunately, while you do not have much time to end the ritual once something goes wrong, it is blatantly obvious when something has gone wrong, such as more than one fish appearing in the summoning pattern. A clear breach of pattern line of the pattern's lines, or a sharp rise in humidity. Most fish are not subtle in their attempts to break through the fabric of reality. The only exception being the colacanth. Oh, the colacanth. Never summon a colacanth. The reward in no way outweighs the risk. All right, can y'all tell me what a colacanth is? Nope. I'm about to look that shit up. Yep. It's a living fossil, baby. Really? It's, it's a prehistoric what? fish that was once thought to be. Uh, extinct, but actually still exists. What? Yeah. Cool. Oh, so they found the fossil and then they found the fish? Mm-hmm. They found That's the living fish. Cool. These fish There's are like... all kinds of crazy things in the ocean, including fish. That's why we don't visit the... You know how, like, scientists always say, oh, we actually know more about space than we do about part, like, about our ocean? Well, that's because it's I full feel, of fish, these demonic entities. I feel like the ocean is the result of this ritual going wrong. Yep. That's basically what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Why do you think all of the things that you know Lovecraft wrote about tended to dwell beneath the sea? Fucking mm-hmm. Relea and Cthulhu or like Dagon and the mer- the fish people of Innsmouth. You know, just like all these things. Uh, why don't you take fish. us home with this publisher's note, Paprika? Publisher's note. Once. Again, this <laughs> pamphlet is for education and or entertainment purposes only. It has been approved for distribution by the Bureau of Citizens Affairs and the Hazardous Information Agency. There is this guide is in no way is in no way an endorsement of the summoning of fish. Okay, cool. No fish summoning, though. I guess we, we don't have. See, this, this, I, I guess we there's still some things we need filled in gap wise if we're gonna actually summon a fish y'all no i'd hate to get this this um this ritual wrong and I, su- summon a second ocean i don't want to have to drink arsenic or mercury yeah in order to prevent like something from going wrong so we need i think we i think the main piece of advice i have to give to to rabbit is uh you know do do some science do some more occult science and and see what <laughs> get us those tables and uh see if we can you know get really specific so where there's no risk of things going wrong due to us misreading th- something in the manual. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he can make it. Uh, yeah. He, I, if you're so going to get anywhere writing, a, writing summoning pamphlets, uh, we, you know, it's a good, it's a good idea to get this proof read by people who complete, clearly completely understand summoning and the occult. So like those madmen who wrote the, um, names of fishes. I, I, you know, I used to know a guy who would, who was, uh, studying to get a degree in the mat in the madman catalog of uh, cephalopods so trust me <laughs> is that a I used to a man who was studying to get mad <laughs> yeah, I, he was he, he he graduated i remember i was there because this was back in 2012 he graduated with mad honors he graduated with mad, mad honors <laughs> and he came up to the he came up to, i remember his speech was great because he it was really inspiring. He came up to the podium. They actually let him do it because his, his honors grades were so good. He came up and he went, <laughs> and then he left. God, you scared the shit out of me. 
You're welcome. Is your dog still asleep after that? Yeah, she is, surprisingly enough. This is a weird... This is like reverse Gracie. Yeah, I know. Maybe she took the arsenic mercury. Oh, shit. Maybe that's what's going on here. Uh, okay, in all honesty, the story is really good. I really... I Yeah. I, it's I, got I, a nice facetious tone to it. It's it's silly. It's um it's very tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, it's again it's surrealist fiction and it's fun. I like that. It, I like when it's like epistolary and it feels like something you would actually read in that universe. Mm-hmm. That's that's always fun. Yeah, I'd like to know more about the universe. Like some of these out of context are kind of random. And but that's what that's what's great about it. It leaves yeah. you speculating. I feel like I'm in. I'm I personally. I, I'm sorry. I feel like I cut you off a little bit. No, that's fine. Go. Uh, I just I feel like the little the little context clues make it just seem like okay, this is a place where there is an internal logic, but we're never going to wrap our heads around it. Yeah, no, I I can't. I don't know uh, what environment you would need to summon a fish. Is this like a Dune planet? Like, what is this? Ooh. <laughs> oh, or is this? Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. It could be a Dune planet. It could be. I mean, you could be like in the desert and Night Vale. <laughs> well. It, I mean, you, I, I, yeah, I mean, they're not the end all be all. Of course, I actually don't even listen. Confession time. I don't even listen to Night Vale anymore. I feel like I kind of, um, for lack of a better word, outgrew it. But I mean, not to not to like shame anybody who still loves the show. I've gone back and listened to episodes and that I still really enjoy. It's just that there's a certain point where I feel like Night Vale's humor kind of faltered for me personally. Like mm-hmm. I heard it too long. Mm-hmm. This is nice because it doesn't have to. It's not trying to explain anything no. other than how to summon a fish within the confines of its own universe. It's not trying to tell you how that universe works. And it's I also think, not hundreds of hours of a podcast. It's yeah, a very, that's true. Right. <laughs> and the problem with the problem is when you've got a, a conceit like Night Vale and it's run for like hundreds of episodes, stuff does eventually have to start getting explained. And then it kind of loses the the in my opinion, it lost what appealed to me about the conceit of the show, which was a town where weird stuff happens and things are considered normal. And that's not necessarily the show's fault. It's kind of just the, the fact that it's the been beast. the nature of the beast being having been around for over 100 episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I mean, I agree with what you said. Like, I I mean, I loved Night Vale. Like, again, I, I would... I listened through, like, I binged through, like, the first season. Mm-hmm. And then after a certain point, it's like, okay, things are getting a little too explained. And we saw a couple of the live shows, even. Yeah. Those are fun. But, um, I knew Night Vale existed. That's about it. That's fair. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, all the, and look, all the people involved in the show who we had a chance to meet at, like, Comic Con, really nice, really cool people, very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the show just doesn't I think they're to the me. worst because they backed out of DashCon. Well, DashCon is I'm joking I'm <laughs> Okay, okay. That was a joke. I, oh, I know, but in this universe they they DashCon failed to summon the correct fish. That's the Maybe whole reason this went is a recipe for how to summon fish for DashCon. <laughs> because they definitely couldn't afford fish. Do you think they promised the fish one extra hour in the ball pit? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think a fish peed in the ball pit? Oh, God. Oh, that makes sense. Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> that's, so that's how the ritual went wrong. They tried to do it in the ball pit. <laughs> I want to summon a barracuda. Ooh, barracuda. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Every time I hear the word barracuda, I'm always going to think of that song. Oh, as you should. It's a good song. Um, But yeah, I, I give this story. Oh, yeah. Freshness ratings. Oh, we have to give freshness ratings? Yeah, of course we do. It's, it's undercooked analysis. 
And you know what? I give this the freshest rating of... Uh, no, I'll let you go first. I'm sorry. You were about to do that one, Kayla. Uh, I give this the freshness rating of trying to record a fish crying out for while it's in pain <laughs> dying. <laughs> and wondering why it's not working. <laughs> you need a special fish mic. Yeah. Um... I will give this a certified uh, fresh cut uh, California roll. What does that mean? Did you like it? I like. Do you I like actually California do like roll? California rolls. Uh huh. It's like the one kind of su- sushi I will eat. So yeah. Um, I will give this. I don't know. Uh, a chance to for America to start using the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> give it a metric over Imperial. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I think the reason why, uh, I mean, this story, if I recall, was, like, in our, like, definitely in, like, top five, but I think, like, the three had more of a, like, deeper storyline and, like... Yeah, there was that one that had a lot of images involved and was mm-hmm. really stylistic. Uh, the, uh, oh my gosh. Wow, I should remember the names of these, well, the, honestly. The, the, I know that Mike McD one. He, his was the, uh, one about, um... Some trying to summon her mom, and he, she, he, the little girl has poor spelling. Oh my god! He oh, tried yeah. to summon your mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's your pretty mom. great. Uh, or it's the spirit of her dead mom. It was. It was. A oh, I remember that one. I was cool. It was a very well crafted story. Yeah, that was that was um, pretty cool. And then uh, the second one was like very dark. Uh, that that was, was the one that was like, basically about it was like a ritual in order to deal with like uh, spousal abuse. Yeah. Um. Uh. With. And I think it was framed like it was dealing with a monster, appeasing a monster, and and over the framework of the story, you realize it's just this this wife trying to like stave off her her husband's uh, temper, and it's mm-hmm. it's horrifying in a different kind of way. See, the it's problem. got somber fucking fast. No, but like this one, uh, I like this. this. I do like fun. this a lot. This, this is, is more fun. like the Hitchhiker's Guide version. Yes. Yeah. Versus the. Uh, the like I don't know the serious hard hitting horror story. Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought of another fish that would be really useful to summon. What? A babblefish. <gasps> What's a babblefish? Oh, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, it, oh, okay. It's it's a, it's a fish. Sorry. You put it in your ear, and it, you can hear any language. Right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. That's okay. a good one. But I, you got to figure out the name of the babblefish. Do all babblefish have the same name? Well, I don't know. Hmm. Got to look that up. You got to go find a madman. You got to find. You got to find out which candles and which, uh, what centimeters. If you want to summon a babblefish, this 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 ritual is very specific. What if I want to su- summon crustaceans? What if I want to sum- summer, summon a fish from the bottom of the like the the, the bioluminescent really? fish so that I don't have to spend like money angler? on the submersible? Yeah, like what if I want to summon that shit? So I could take pictures of it and well, get awards. <laughs> well, I feel like you already look. I feel like you already have ample experience summoning crustaceans, considering who you're married to. <laughs> I don't have to do much. That just kind of you know summons itself. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you enjoy this, listen to other <laughs> podcasts on the. Thank you, Kayla. Yes, come check out some, for example. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for talking about my husband's penis. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> why do I have to imagine this? <laughs> God damn it. Oh my gosh. We, we all know the recurring joke. It's okay. No, I know. Um, 
And I could keep going, but I won't. So, hey, and like shows on the Creative Net Horror Network that you should listen to and other good ones. Like, uh, for, like, specifically Trick or Track, because, uh, uh, Paprika is one half of that, uh, particular. Wait, no, hold on. No, no. I'm thinking Raygun Readers. Yeah. Indeed. Raygun Readers. Raygun Readers, Paprika is one half of. But Raygun Readers is in dormancy right now? It, currently, yes. Yeah. Dormancy. No, it's hibernating. It's hibernating. But you can out listen. in the deep vastness of space. Yes, I look for you know obviously when it, it it'll happen when it happens or not, and I'm just gonna let the mystery be. But it would be nice to hear more. <laughs> and there's also previous. I episodes, enjoy it. So there are previous episodes of uh, of Raygun. Yeah, Raiders. I mean the stuff I re- oh, okay sorry no, no go ahead. Well, the stuff I really like to read was like the pulp sci-fi stuff, but um. I don't know. It wasn't getting so much love. So I, I like the pulp sci-fi stuff to the point where we were like, we, we bought you pulp sci-fi. So you yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. I, I was so excited when I spotted that. Um, uh, I was like, oh my God, do you think of Ismihi and Paprika will like this? And we took a picture and he's like, get this, 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 this. <laughs> well, and the other thing is that the copyrights are kind of weird for them mm-hmm. because, you know, Disney's been perpetuating copyrights. <laughs> So, um, they know. because of that, like, uh, before a certain year, it's okay, but, like, in perpetuity. So, it's, like, before, like, 1930 or something, it's right. okay. But, yeah. You know, after that, you're kind of fucked. But that's, like, based on the fact that they people have been extending copyrights for years. And we also don't know, like, the owners of a lot of the copyrights. So, there's also that. That doesn't help. Mm-hmm. This is why we should make a Wizard of Oz podcast. That those like <laughs> half of those books are in the public domain. You know, yes, it's very true. You know, you um, could almost make your own like complete story. Yeah, but you know, uh, eventually Mickey is going to lapse into copyright because we're getting close to that deadline, oh, the ninety-five right. year deadline. No, and no, they're gonna they're gonna fix it. They're gonna they're fix gonna it. try, but they've already gotten a lot of flack for having extended it like what three times before this or <laughs> twice. And uh, there are ways they could protect the trademark. But they'll, they'll just pay. They'll just pay, and it'll just work out. Trust me. It's Disney, and I don't. <laughs> they they wrote this. We would have access to so much good public domain stuff without them. Makes me so mad. Anyway, <laughs> there's Raygun readers. There's Trick or Track. There's uh, the archives of the Witching Hour. There's uh, Midnight Marinara, and then there's this podcast, of course, on the Creative Horror Network. And then uh, there's uh, Anna Musings. Yeah, you can go listen to Animusings on the Benview Network, where we review uh, animation, animated films. Where they talk about Disney! We yeah. talk about Disney, and, and, and we try to keep it a little more friendly than this raunchy piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> where I talk about Abysme's crab penis. Um, God damn it. But, uh, uh, and, and you know, if you like what you hear, and you want to actually hear your story read on this podcast, submissions are still open. You could email me midnightmarinera at gmail.com I do read all submissions that come in and then sort of pick them out, put them in a queue that sort of thing. If you are one of our patrons if you subscribe to our Patreon at any level if you submit a story to us, those stories get priority and they uh, on the queue and they will go through before other ones. Uh, I want to thank uh, Rabbit Radioactive Raccoons again, who's been a longtime supporter who uh, submitted this story, among other ones that we will get to in the future. But yes, midnightmarinera at gmail.com. You can also follow uh, this podcast on Twitter at Scary Sauce. You can also follow the Creative Horror Network in general at Creative Horror on um, Twitter. 
Also, Matt- you can follow the Creative Horror um, YouTube channel as well. If you That's like. right. And there should be some of our old archive episodes uh, going up there in video form again pretty soon because, you know, they can take Midnight Marinera's YouTube, but they can't take our freedom. Wow, there's a lot of content now. It sure is. <laughs> I, I almost want I almost wish uh, there were bagpipes playing the room. Future David, get on that. <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>